Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Welcome to the program. Welcome to the cafe. Great to have you here today. I'm so thankful you've tuned in and listened again. Maybe you've tuned in for the first time. Maybe you're a regular listener. Either way, thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, if you miss any episodes, sometimes we post them there at um, facebook.com forward slash KJV Cafe, or you can learn more about the program at kjvcafe.com. I always like to throw in a little, um, uh, you know, uh, promotion there, I guess, because, hey, maybe it's the first time listening, you want to learn more about us. And we've got a, a pretty active YouTube channel. We put a lot of episodes on there as well. Today, we are in the third part of the three-part series on the problem with pride, how humility can help it, and the perfect plan for your problems. And we're dealing with something that young folks struggle with more than anybody, I think. And I, I guess I mean that because not that old folks know better, but just when you get older, you become, you know, you, you've been battle tested, I'd say, like you've been through things in life as you're older. And I guess you're automatically a little more humble because you've just been humbled. Um, even people in the world, you know, I had a college professor that told me one time and they were very decorated academically. And they told me the older they got, the less they knew and that their job was to know stuff. And so I, I kind of take it from that. Like we all know as we get older, but young folks, you don't know. You're trying to figure out who you are, trying to find acceptance with the crowd. You're dealing with temptation left, right, and center. Uh, you, you're, you know, you, the culture oftentimes, if the parent is not the guide, then the culture is the guide. And the culture we know is run by the devil. And so you have a devilish culture uh, creeping into the schools, creeping into uh, on social media and on and on. So what does the Bible say about this? What is God's perfect plan for solving this problem? Well, 1 Peter 5, 5 through 7 tells us, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another, and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud, and giveth grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. So 1 Peter 5, 5 through 7 is giving us life advice. You know, all of 1 Peter, really, if you read it, it's all about Christian living. It's how to live right. And we talked about on a previous episode, the problem with pride. <clears throat> what is the problem? Why is pride such an abomination to a holy God? Why is pride so awful? And we've talked about that, that pride leads to shame, that we don't deserve to be proud, that we are not living by God's rules. And how can I say that authoritatively? God gave us the law in the Old Testament. Amen. Us as human beings gave us the law, uh, Israelites in particular, and they couldn't follow the law. And today we still can't follow the law. The law is not there to save us. It's to show us we need a savior. Amen. Uh, so we have nothing to be pr proud about. If we think we're something special, go look up the 630 or whatever laws in the Bible and see how many you can follow forever. You can't follow uh, many of them. Amen. Uh, we cannot follow the law. We cannot live without sinning. And you say, oh, I live a pretty good life. 
Well, think about it. The Bible says, if you ever look upon another with lust, you've already committed adultery. Uh, Have you ever lied? Have you ever cheated? Have you ever stolen? Uh, Have you ever coveted? Paul himself wrote that he didn't even know what sin was until he realized what coveting was. And uh, coveting is desiring something. It's envying someone. It's desiring something you don't have. And if you say you've never coveted, I would would really question that because we all uh, covet in this life. And uh, all of these sins show us our need for a Savior and show us that we should be humble looking for our Savior, not proud. So pride leads to shame. Proverbs 11.2, when pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. Uh, Pride leads to destruction. Proverbs 16.18, pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. God himself cannot stand pride. Uh, Proverbs 16.5, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. An abomination means a thing that causes disgust or hatred. God hates pride. We're only fooling ourselves when we're proud. God tells us not to glory in anything, not our wisdom, not our might, not our riches. We should only glory in the cross, as Galatians 6.14 teaches us. We know the root of pride comes from sin. It comes from the little g-god of this world who entered the picture after Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit. And ever since then, pride has been very prevalent in this world. And it's destructive. And the resolution to pride, the, the, the way that God wants us to battle pride is with humility. To be humble in a biblical manner means to be of lowliness of mind, esteeming others better than ourselves, as Philippians 2.3 tells us. Using Christ as the example uh, as Philippians 2, 7 through 8 tells us that he was made of no reputation, that he came in the form of a servant, that he, he was um, made into man when God could have made himself into anything. Uh, he was obedient to allow himself to be mocked, ridiculed, and scorned and betrayed just to save those that believe on him. He suffered on the cross at Calvary, the worst death ever to take place in all humanity. He drank, drank the bitter cup of sin for all past, present, and future sin on the cross, amen, also that we could receive that free gift of salvation. So how do we embody that? We don't worry about reputation or status. We don't look to serve, but we try to, we don't look to be served, but we look to serve, excuse me, big difference from society today that wants to be served. We understand that Christ knows our every need, that he was made man, so we don't have to worry. Even the fowls, the air, even the birds are taken care of. So we know God will meet our need, especially as we turn to him and seek him humbly and glory only in the cross and take that pride and get it out the door. We endure God's chastening like a good soldier, amen. As we go through hard times, as Christ did, we just turn to the Lord in prayer and we endure it, amen. We don't get tangled up with the affairs of this world. We realize that spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ takes humility, that we can't be ashamed of Christ. The Bible says if we'll be ashamed of him, he'll be ashamed of us in front of the Father. Amen. We can't be ashamed. That takes humility because you know, if you're proud and boastful, you know you're going to get an earful when you share the gospel with this lost and wicked world. And now what we're going to get to here as we pick up in this third part, I've just kind of recapped the first two parts in case you missed them or in case you want that recap. Amen. And now we're going to start getting into what the resolution is. You know, how do we take pride and get rid of it, insert humility there, and then get to a point where we have peace in our lives? Because there's one factor that's missing, and that is what do we do? Like, what can we do as people? How do we go to God? How do we get God involved so that we can get pride out and humility in and have 
even being humble and being very vulnerable, have God's hand of protection upon us and have his peace upon us. You know how, isn't that what young folks want the most? Isn't that what we all want the most? Peace? Isn't that what we desire is to have peace? If, if you're, you know, if you have peace and you don't have anxiety and turmoil and all the things that we deal with in this world. And, and that's where we're going to pick up here in this third part uh, of, on this series of pride, humility, and the perfect plan for your problems from 1 Peter 5, 7. Amen. That's what we all want is peace, right? And you can have that when you live as God calls you to live, no matter your age. Amen. This is certainly applicable to us older folks, amen, as well as the young ones. But 1 Peter 5 is addressing young folks, and I feel like that that makes a lot of sense being in that turmoil, because usually I hear this, not usually, but I've heard this before, even from my wife and other family members, you know, you get up in age and you just become more comfortable with who you are, with how God made you. You know, you appreciate the little things in life more. And I'm trying to, I believe, uh, take the scriptures and show people that you don't have to wait that long. And the Bible itself says to give uh, the Lord the days of your youth. And again, everything in the Bible is not just for God's glory, but it's for our benefit. So here we have, finally, the perfect plan for your problems. We've talked about pride. We've talked about humility. And now we're looking at the perfect plan for your problems. Triple P there. Cast all your cares on God. You know, the idea of casting, as I've heard, sorry, (laughs) I'll just leave it in there. I could edit it out, but hey, we'll keep it real today. The idea of casting is like throwing. To cast means to throw from Strong's Greek uh, concordance here, uh, to throw upon, to place upon, to throw away, to throw off. The idea, uh, I heard a preacher say one time, Alistair Begg, I think it was, he said it's like throwing your book bag down when you come home from school. Uh, Luke 19.35, and they brought him to Jesus and they cast their garments upon the colt and they set Jesus thereon. You know, if you throw something, do you still retain it? Did the people that cast their garments on that colt, did they retain their garments? No. You know, they gave it for the Lord and it was off and gone. And we need to give our anxieties and problems to God in that regard. And when we do that, we'll be blessed. Uh, We'll be blessed. Psalm 55, 2, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. He cares for you in that parental sense to be born again. Amen. Uh, Psalm 27, 10, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. And so we have no pride. We get humility out there. We become helpless in a lot of ways. That's when God, the great helper, comes to our uh, rescue, to our saving, and he's with us for an eternity. And he shows up and he gets the glory. And that is how we can live in this life uh, as God intended us to live. We can live in this life as God intended us to live. We can, our cares, our anxieties, we can give them to God. You know, we can give them to God and he will provide for us. Amen. He'll provide a way. Uh, And I just thank God so much for this clear instruction that we can cast all our cares upon him for he careth for us. Amen. God cares about you. Young person here today, if you're listening, old person, anyone in between, God cares about you deeply. He cares about your problems, about your anxieties, about your issues, and most importantly, about your salvation. And so if you haven't been saved, today is the day to be saved. And if you've been saved, if you've accepted Christ as Savior and Lord, then today is the day 
to trust God all the more and have faith that he is going to do something great with you when you turn all your cares to him. Let me read a verse here. Let me, let me, let me give you this verse. If you're worried about, hey, can God provide? Will God provide? Matthew 6, 25 through 27. Therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat and the body than raiment or clothing? Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? God will provide. So you follow the plan, God's plan, which I believe I've outlined pretty clearly here in this message. Get rid of pride. Show humility. Turn to him in all ways and cast your cares upon him and he's going to provide. And that can be difficult because we as humans have a great propensity, or I should say humans in the flesh, for trying to turn to the world, for trying to make sure, uh, you know, when we're young, you know, we have all everything we need. And when we're old, we have our insurance and all these things and nothing wrong with insurance, but our greatest insurance is turning to God and being humble and seeking him and getting rid of pride and trusting him to provide for us because he provides for even the birds, even the littlest of animals, he provides for them and they haven't earned it. They're not like working, right? And he provides for them. How much more so will he provide for us? You just need to trust God today that when you cast your cares upon him, that he'll hear your prayers, that when you work to get pride out of the way and when you live humbly for him, that he will meet you alongside as you seek him and he'll be there and he'll give you peace and he'll get you through the trying times that in a way you've maybe talked yourself out of doing things in the past before. Trust God and have faith and he will show up and he will never leave you nor forsake you. I thank you so much for listening to this message. Tune in next time. Take care. God bless and amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119, verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.